Yeah, I hope I got that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Is it rolling? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, hello. It's the new year. Uh, we talked about before. We're going to try to... 2019. Yay. Change up the format a little bit. Every now and then bring y'all something a little more insightful. With In-depth investigation. I wouldn't go that far. You know, I mean, I know you really want to fuck Anderson Cooper, but... <laughs> Did you see the fucking... Yeah, I'm taking the shot. shots? Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. That was hilarious. Shout out to memes for keeping me alive. Was that a meme or a gif, though? I mean, it was a gif, but it, it's a meme. Because it's gone viral and been shared like that. Is that what it takes to become a meme? Is to be yeah. viral? Pretty much. I just thought, like, the fucking simple Spongebob bullshit that I posted was still a meme. I think it all follows under the same thing. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we went through the fucking internet <laughs> culture. Friggin' you riveting information. Has, uh, has everybody been since fucking we last met? We had a few fucking holidays. I don't know. What did we talk about last? What was the last episode? Christmas. It was the, the Christmas last, episode. Yeah, it was a Christmas episode. Oh, what yeah. the fuck happened? You were actually here for that. Uh-oh. Yeah. We t- Dude, I just Somebody fucking seen... In the, um, so, we were talking about the death of John Benet Ramsey. And somehow or another, her fucking brother... I was just looking at the internet a little while ago. Her brother just won like a I $750 told you, million dollar lawsuit. If you lawsuit. listen to the episode, I told you it was the brother. But he like, just won like a $750 million dollar lawsuit. I didn't read it. I didn't read it, but I mean, it might have been the brother. It was the brother. I mean, I'm cool with that. I mean, I'm not Are cool you? with that. That's <laughs> straight. That's a straight. I mean, if that's what happened, happened. But I was just, I, I, I probably anyway, should do You just saw the straight. headline? And you yeah, I just like, saw the headline. That's it's all the information Yahoo. that I need. It's fucking Yahoo News. Why Nobody gives a shit. This? They're so fucking Yahoo has a Because I have a Yahoo email. I do. I fucking wish. I had an AOL account. I am that old. Do you test I fucking had the AOL where you could get the, um, you opened up like a PC magazine and there was like a 30 day free AOL disc. Mm-hmm. That's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, since we're talking about old technology, <laughs> we'll get into our discussion today, introduce our guest. Chrissy's actually here today joining us. <laughs> For a fucking change. Two in a row. That's a that's a two that's in a, a row. Is that a record? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Uh, maybe. Nah. <laughs> First couple episodes. Yeah, I think she did. I think she has done two in a row though. Not not. I'm just talking about in general. And also anyway. our other guest. <laughs> Would you like to? Rebecca, you? <laughs> Hello. This is Rebecca Nichols. She's come to join us today to kind of tell us a little bit about herself. She's got a pretty interesting story. That, <laughs> We thought you guys might like to hear. Yeah. Uh, for those that didn't know, this is the beginning of our um, blind dating series. So if anybody <laughs> listening likes this story, please reach out and uh, holler at us on the Facebook. Let us know if you are interested or have a similar story. Next week, he's kind of a serial killer, but he's also kind of cool. <laughs> I'm here every week. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, today we are talking about the 12 tribes, correct? Yes, what is, we what's, are. What's the real, what's the full name of it? The 12 tribes. Okay. Yeah, full name. Is it commu- like a community or a church or So, it's basically, LLC? it's, oh gosh, it's all of the It's above. a, it's a um, 301D, right? Um, oh, oh, so we're, Technically we're this is. tax classification. <laughs> we're talking tax brackets. Non-charity um, for-profit. 
So basically, yes, the 12 tribes, and they've had many other names over the years, like um, THC, the community, uh, no, not T, yeah. THC? No, the, oh, T-H-E, the Apostolic Order, um, just, I, I don't even remember all the names, to be honest with you, but they're the 12 tribes now. Gotcha. So, and have been for about probably 18, no, yeah, about 20 years, probably 25 years. So, <clears throat> yeah. It started out in Chattanooga? Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's actually where my parents met up with the group. Um, my, they were a young family. My parents were young parents and kind of searching. And my dad was a restaurant outdoor salesperson. And he stopped in their restaurant for a sandwich. What's wrong? The research I did was totally wrong because the two things I looked up have nothing to do with this. <laughs> what the fuck was I researching? Yeah, not that. This is all. It's spectator sport day. <laughs> so now that we know this, Stacey is unprepared. Yeah. Yeah. Sit yeah. back, coach. Yeah. Sit back and I'm about, to, I'm, I'm about to learn some shit today. Yeah. Well, I'm not the black, I looked so. up. <laughs> before the episode, before the episode, we 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 have been misled into believing that the religion that we were looking into was was a black supremacist religion. Yes. Um, and then I walked through the door. Let me. Uh, <laughs> Do you not know what I'm talking about? Right I think I've heard of it, but okay. It's, so yeah. it's called the Israelite Church of God in Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, I've possibly um, heard of, it. but that's not where. And they're they're, they're like a black, black Hebrew Israelite. Okay. Yeah, they're okay. like a fucking. Yeah. All right, so the and then the other thing I researched was from fucking um, before Jesus. The twelve tribes of Israel were the offspring of Judah, right. and they spread amongst. So this is where this name has come from. Okay. So their goal is. See, I looked about that, but I didn't right. know anything about some shit in Chattanooga. I have to go to Chattanooga soon. <laughs> <laughs> you should you go can, to the Yellow Deli, right? You should go. They're there. They would love to visit with you. You should sure. go there. You, you should <laughs> check it, it out there. In, yeah. Well, there's yeah, a new one there. One. I'm yeah. definitely gonna go. I need to yeah. fucking put that in my phone. This is gonna be be like, yo. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just walk in the door. Yo, that's the way to get somebody's attention. <laughs> I need to be saved. I've been sinning. <laughs> the devil was trying to get out. Please wow. beat me. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So back to she told you we have meth conversations, met. right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah this is a this is an open free conversation here. Yeah, because I'm gonna fucking to go. go somewhere else that's, for a while. That's good. <laughs> so, so the Yellow Deli back in Chattanooga, Tennessee, in the early '70s, it was kind of like a place for you know, disillusioned youth. It was after the 60s movement, a lot of peace and happiness, and people were kind of searching for, you know, something more to belong to. And so the founder opened up his home to basically homeless kids. Yeah, hippies who had been kicked out or who had left to go find something and, you know, maybe didn't want to live at home or whatever and kind of found that they were searching and to you know, support everybody, they started opening up these these restaurants called the Yellow Deli. So they had several around town, and those drew more people in, and they kind of started living communally after that. And 
Yeah. Taking so, all their meetings at home instead of going to church, they started their own well, services. Was, and, yeah. mm-hmm. So did it... <clears throat> where's the separation of when the, when, when the church aspect came into it? Or was it always... It You're always, saying how are the church and the yeah, but like related? when they no 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 I'm saying when it like when it started you know they started the restaurants and more people came in right. but was were, were they already did all these people already have some oh, excuse, <laughs> fucking beer man <laughs> did all these people already have get out like uh, um like a religious thought. Yeah, re- yeah, but they have a religious and thought behind no, it when not, it started? Not necessarily, and okay. I think that's kind of what you see with religious groups and, you know, cults, if you will, that it doesn't always take someone searching for that particular thing. Uh-huh. It's more of the ideal of what they see. Well, it's the same thing they see with, like, gangs and shit. People see, like, somewhat the, the of a family culture. And, yeah. yeah, subordinate yeah, yeah. systems and shit like that. Right, okay. and I think that everybody that you know, was searching for something, whether it was something religious, spiritual, family, whatever it may have been. But once you're in that kind of environment, they kind of take on a life of their own and you have to have some way to control everybody. But it gets to that point because you have to have an organizational system. You have to have leaders and, you know, subordinates and people kind of training the new people coming in. And so that's kind of how the community, as we refer to it, was, was born. And I was born, um, let's see, my parents joined. I was born about two and a half years after they joined. And at this point, by the time I was born, they were kind of kicked out of Chattanooga, so to speak. So the, the locals, the churches, the pastors, who are these people? What are they doing to our young people? They were evangelizing um, on the campuses, like really made their presence known. And the locals were not happy. <laughs> And so they because it went like against Christian faith or something. Yeah, they weren't they weren't going to the local churches. They were, you know, leading their own Sunday services. And then a lot of the parents are like, "Who are these people that have, you know, swooped in and taken our young people? And they're living there. They're you know, they don't have their own money. They don't have their own because it's it's a common pot mentality. It's mm-hmm. you know they they kind of go off of the first church in um, after. You know, Jesus died and he came back to life and he talked about his his children or, you know, his people living t- together, taking care of each other, learning from the apostles. Like, that's kind of their foundation. Socialists. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, the 12 tribes theme comes into it. <laughs> and we're giggling. There's a go in there, but I'll leave it. Don't choke on your pretzel. That was the <laughs> It was your peppermint patty. I wasn't going to joke on that. I was mostly going to choke on whatever the fuck is happening. He's going to burp again at any moment because this is like the spaces that he has left in his brain yet to fill. This is the pushing the gases out of those areas. This is what it sounds like when Stacey's yeah. learning things. I like learning. Yeah. I watch a lot of fucking documentaries and shit. Yeah. Well, there is one if you want to wa- watch it. Now, it's from a different The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia? No. <laughs> it's from a also different... a great documentary, Tearjerker, if you will. It's from a little bit of a different perspective than mine. Um, it's from someone who was raised there, and she was interviewed for an A&E series called um, Cults and Extreme Beliefs. Yeah, that's where the fucking girl from King of Queens went on there and fucked up everybody in... Um... Scientology. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear about that guy? Which one? He just got fucking arrested for kidnapping and shit. He's like a big dude mm. in Scientology. 
He's not. Uh, that's somebody else. You're you're thinking of the. Because um, at first they said Nexium. The, you're the, thinking of Nexium. No, because oh, it was yeah, that the, chick was on Smallville and she was in yes, Nexium, right? Yes, yes. No, yes. no, there was the chick from King of Queens. I don't know anything about that. Where, uh, uh, was, who was, was in, arrested? No, there was somebody arrested. It was all because uh, the report started out that they uh, arrested people for uh, that they was kidnapping and holding people inside the actual church. Mm -hmm. But they redacted that and came out and said, no, the guy who got arrested for kidnapping had the um, the person at his own house. He's just a big figure in the church. Right. Okay. I can't see. I have headlines. Yeah. Now <laughs> you have to read the whole article. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so the Twelve Tribes theme kind of kind of comes from. into, they they take the whole Bible in its entirety. So like which from, one? Just the regular Holy Bible, just from like the King James. So the Old Testament, New All Testament, or Old everything, mm -hmm. just whatever from, from Adam to, to Revelation. Qurans and like everything. Genesis, Exodus. What is that? Just the regular. And uh, oh, just Bible? yeah. Okay, so just yeah. The, okay. Yeah. Just the so just in, the white people. In, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, no. but it's also because it also mixes in Judaism, right? Right. So that yeah, because that's the Old tribes, Testament. There is a lot of Judaism theme mixed yeah, they throughout like their religion. Their religion, um, yeah. And Yahweh. Right. So like Yom Kippur. And What's the? It's like Yahshua. 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 Is the is, is the, the name, name of, of Jesus. Jesus? Why do you guys just think up so well right then? It's like you. Because I did my motherfucking. <laughs> See, I know. <laughs> What's up? I know some of that As stuff. As he goes to page yeah. two. Yeah, I mean yeah. some of you know some of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so that's kind of the genesis of it, and um, after they kind of felt like they were being pushed out of Chattanooga. They, it was right around the time that they were meeting some people, they heard about this group up in northern Vermont, who was also similar to them, kind of searching and trying to live communally and figure something out, and so they literally packed everybody up, I, it was probably like 50, 60, 70, something like that, caravaned up to shut the fuck down in Chattanooga, and caravaned up to Vermont, and opened shop there in a very, very, very tiny northeastern town. And that's where I was born. So, so yeah. were you, you you were born before or after the raids? I was born, I was three years old, and it happened on my third birthday. What? Yes. On okay. my third birthday, yes. All right, sorry, I, I fucking jumped way ahead. Everybody's yeah. like, the raids, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead. So kind of the beginning of Island Pond, you know, like right around the time I was born, it's a very small town. They kind of started buying up some of the, the houses and the properties around there. And I would say the community at that, they, we call themselves the community at that point, um, took up most of the town. It's a very small town. We had a couple of, uh, we had a restaurant downtown. We had a shoe, shoe shop downtown, like all these cute little cottage industries. And it was kind of your idealistic, like what you would think of communal living, like Nothing scandalous, really. You know, just just more or less sharing, giving, being holy, yeah. <laughs> living collectively, right? Praying a lot. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was kind of my very early childhood, and when I was three years old, um, and the way that they kind of move around, like we started in Island Pond, and then they started quickly kind of spreading out. So like they'll send a family or a couple of families off to a different town, and they'll start kind of evangelizing to the people there and then some more families will move there and hopefully people join and that's kind of how a new new location is born mm -hmm. 
And so when I was three, we had, um, they, somebody had the bright idea to turn a old fishing boat into a sailboat to sail from Nova Scotia or Canada to Maine to like, so we could have a place there and across cheaply, basically. And my dad is, is a, a genius, basically. He can pretty much do anything. And so he was, he was given the task to go up there and run that mission. So that's actually where I was when the raid happened in Alphon. So okay. our family was not there, but what's funny is, is that I, I believe that is my very, very first memory is that day. Cause I remember it being my third birthday and I was super excited running through the house. It was June. It was Canada. Like, oh, it's sunny. Like, it's 65 degrees outside. <laughs> and I had my little yellow dress on. I think it was yellow. It might have been blue. And I will run outside because I'm trying to find my dad because he's going to tell me happy birthday. And all the men are, like, sitting very somberly kind of over in the grass, like, having a very serious discussion. I was like, oh, crap. Something's wrong. And that was the day three. Hmm. Damn. Yeah. So what are your what what are your recollections? Because I've read a little bit about the raid. What are your? I mean, even at three years old, there, because the raid was basically saying that there was a hundred. They took hundred fifty-two children. Forty-four. Hundred forty-four. Hundred and no, it wasn't quite that. Eighty-four. Eighty-four. Because the the thing, I guess the the number was like because they took some of the parents and stuff with them too. Right. Because there was, I guess they had um they did the raid early early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Supposedly there were rumors of child abuse and mm-hmm. stuff going on, but there was no like true evidence of it. So they just started snatching people to interrogate Bas- them. Exactly. So basically. You know, with, like I said, with any sort of religion, organized religion, there are rules, there are standards, there are, uh, you know. 112. 112 people taken or kids? Kids. Okay, yeah. Um, And one of those things is child discipline. You know, children are to be taught, to be respectful, to be raised in the biblical way. Um, And so they spank. And, you know, it's one of those things that, is it abuse? I don't know. I don't believe that I personally was abused. I wasn't, I was kind of a good kid. Um, but I have a very different childhood than some other people I know have had. Um, I had, you know, two parents who loved us very much and who were very wonderful, wonderful people. Um, so, but as a, as a general rule, no, there is not outright abuse. There is, there's discipline. And has it been taken too far? before i'm sure of it i have not experienced it and i have not physically oh, I've, I've, seen it I've, I've, I've been beaten in ways that I, <laughs> right. my mama should go to jail i'm just saying i'm just yeah i got my ass and she listens right. <laughs> she listens but to there mama's, have yeah, yeah uh, as with any parenting <laughs> <What> situation up, <laughs> there have been things yes yes that has been taken too far you know of course um at times and so i think some of those disillusioned people had left with their children and at that time, it was kind of a, <laughs> it was, it was a open range, basically. If, if this child was misbehaving and I saw it, then I'm going to take you to the closet. And we're going to, you know, it was sometimes a little balloon rod, I think you read, on, on the palm of the hand a few times. And that's just how it was. And um, so I think that those parents, and, and in that instance where that child was spanked, it was probably over the top. And it was probably... Class, you know, it was probably abuse, and so they were really upset, and 
took it to the authorities, and, and so they started some investigations and started interviewing some people who had left, and then hence you have the raid. So yeah, so it was super early in the morning, and people were awoken out of their beds and hauled off in buses to the courthouse. Yeah. And it was basically thrown out on just, I mean, just lack of evidence. There just wasn't, they didn't have search, search warrants. They didn't have any search warrants to be going through the house um, at all. So it was quickly. Do you think out. that it was justified though? Like, do you think that the, it was good that it happened? Um, n no, I, I don't think that it was justified in the way that it happened. I think that if there are situations where there is abuse, then it should be investigated no matter who you are or where you are, what you believe in. But I think it needs to be an isolated incident. Um, I don't think everybody who's associated with, you know, that person or in that same belief has to be, you know, hauled off and, and that makes sense. dealt with like a criminal. So... Yeah. The ACLU called it the frightening and the greatest deprivation of civil rights liberties to occur in recent Vermont history. Hmm. Yeah, it made na it made national news, but it made heavy local news at that well, time. Well, you know, well, Bernie. When was, was like Waco and all that? I think Bernie was, was like Bernie, Waco was in the seventies. Uh, no, 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 no. No, Waco, Waco was, was like way later because it was all over the TV. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, tripping. yeah. I was. I remember. And so Waco what? The ra the those raids were ninety four. 80, no, 84. 80, 84. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those raids are 84. Yeah. Can't just look up, like, government cult raids. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> the, um... <laughs> but what I can say... Calendar. Blacklist. <laughs> yes. Immediately. Dude, I'm already... Nuts. What up, NSA? From that video we watched <laughs> yesterday, they're probably leaving us alone for about 48 hours. That fucking video was... But what I can say is they definitely use that as... I wouldn't say ammo, but kind of as proof, like God is on our side, you know, even to, to us kids, like, you know, you were being snatched right out of our hands, but you're God's chosen, you know, generation, and you're going to bring about the, the end times or whatever, whatever it is at, at the time that, that we were being told. So, so yeah. how long did you stay in the community? I left when I was uh, 21. Wow. I was married, and I had a 18-month-old son. Word. Yeah. So. so, dating, you have to get everybody's approval to, like, hold <laughs> hands and stuff, right? You have to get the community's yeah, approval. Yeah, so dating, it's not really dating. It's I would say it's more like super old-fashioned courting. Like courting. Yeah. It's like courting, where, like, say, so I was super, I was super young. And before I tell you how old I was when I got married, let me just preface it by saying... <laughs> hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, here we go. <laughs> I think our first episode was on... Didn't we hit on some... Uh... Our first episode was on the the um the people that like the fuck the they don't like the fuck kids but the they, polygamists. No, no, not even that. We our, our first episode. Went oh, down the flirty to, fishing people. No, the people um the uh, I know Indiana pedophiles. <laughs> pedophiles. Yeah, it was yeah, they were basically pedophiles. pedophiles. We just watched something on that the other day. Yeah, because there was a whole conversation of uh, everybody. You know, you got the. 26 letter acronym for people whose oh, sexuality yeah, they were trying different. to add pedophile oh, yeah, 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 yeah. and they were trying to add pedophilia to that oh, as, as a as a 
recognized recognized yeah no like sexual sexual preference preference. that's terrible it's horrible yes anyway yes (laughs) how did we get to that because she's about to tell us she was like 13 when she got married (laughs) oh okay yeah (laughs) so your arranged marriage tell us about your arranged marriage what was your dowry oh no (laughs) Just two mules. There was no dowry. But I would, you know, the way that we're raised is communal living. So I, I basically grew up in a household of three families ish. They were larger households. My family had two or three bedrooms. Um, the whole idea is to, you know, live basically simply and to help each other out. But it is done in a pure way like there is no you know holding hands kissing there's no swapping spouses it's not weird like that like it's very like sex is holy and to to make babies and you know we're we're raised to procreate like i basically was done with school by the age of 13 and making dinner on week week afternoons at age 13 i can make dinner for a household of you know 64 people no problem so you had a household of 64 well like sometimes and i mean it depended on the the situation but sometimes there was a couple of households and we all had, had shared one like common eating area so yeah i mean you talk about some soup it was soup <laughs> a couple of five gallon pots of soup so you know and I, I came from a very large family there was eight of us and i was number four so that was a lot of younger siblings that i was still sharing rooms with and all of that so to me i felt very grown up um and the way that it happened with me is and to answer your question about dating is you basically if you're having feelings for someone or you're attracted to someone you can tell your parent or whatever say you're a single person who is just a single person you tell you know the elder or the elder's wife or whoever you feel comfortable telling and then they arrange for you guys to like hang out and see if it's mutual and if it is you go on what they call a waiting period so that is a length of time about three to six months usually where everybody's kind of putting in their input like if you guys are compatible and the whole goal is that the husband is the head of the family and he brings his family and his wife closer to salvation so is that what's going to happen in this relationship or not Hmm. so it's kind of like a you know are they good for each other and for us as a whole as a as a people or is it could you foolishness um, were you allowed to uh Could it, could you date an outsider? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Okay. So I mean, we even were like homeschooled. No, no, no. That's what because like here's my thing. Like, so what if there's only like how many families were around at that time? I mean, there, there's there's lots of options because if you think they they grew pretty quickly, um, and then everybody started started having children at the same time. Well, so saying, by the so time like, where, I was, where you lived, where where you exactly lived at this point in time, well, how many have, different families? You were have there? to think like each location is. It's not just that location. Like there's another community two or three hours down the road. Oh, so you yeah. would still. And say I went to California for an evangelistic event, and I met a single brother there that I was interested in. They would arrange for us to, if they felt like it was a good match. Single brother. Yeah. Single brother. Single brother. (laughs) Okay. We watched Black Dog. So So for families to join, they would had to be baptized into the community in order to be eligible because you got to grow somehow. Right. 
So let me just finish that thought, the, the betrothal <clears throat> thought real quick. So after you are, you know, approved or not approved, if you're not approved, then you just kind of fizzles out and you go on your way. But if you're approved, then you're betrothed. And at that point, you can... Wait, 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 wait. They can say no? They can say no. Yeah. Fuck that. That's what the whole approval period is. Dude, yeah. that's horrible. And then, once it's approved, they can they say get no, and hands. they can also... <laughs> they also have been known to uh, press, press a relationship, like, really see to it that this relationship happens, even though the people are kind of like, eh, about it. Like, no, we really think that you guys are good for each other. And Boom, arranged marriage. I mean... I, I, My wife... <laughs> so so then you at betrothal you they actually place their hand like the pe like say my parents and his parents will like place our hands together and then we're allowed to hold hands like then it's legit then hold on, hold on. So you gotta think really seriously like, before you say you like somebody because you're basically like oh it's for life that's the <laughs> like, so what all right so what if you decide you don't like we don't even hold hands no more as as a people today, other than for like, you know. Bro, but they are isolated. They're in their own so thing. Like, and I want to get back to the isolation the, thing. How many steps is it to fucking? We're getting there. <laughs> don't worry. We're we have to have the wedding. <laughs> wow. Okay. And how long is that? Um. So it's after betrothal. I would say it's usually about six, eight weeks or so. They they try to make it. <laughs> Whoa. They try, they try to make it happen. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. You know how many times I was like, you know, I like this chick, and then I was like, two weeks later, I was like, nah, bro. <laughs> yeah. So either you got to be real sure God wants you together, or you are stuck. Wow. Or you better like him. So it's one of those things like you really need one of those. So like you just going through all this shit, marriage, and like boom, he got a little dick. <laughs> I, you know what? I think there actually have been some pretty comical situations where either she didn't really, she was totally clueless on what was supposed to happen and like freaked out and ran and hid. And well, yeah, so or, before, or someone was sorely disappointed. Like hold on. So like before, <laughs> even, all right, when you get to the, all right, hold on. Hold on. Where's, are right, you, I know you said you finished school by like 13. Uh-huh. And all that. I know. I was kind of an exception to the rule. Like, young for well, that yeah, is yeah. kind of 18, 19. I was 16. And the way that it happened for me, it was it was actually someone that... No, that's... No, I'm not talking about... Mm. Not my age? No, like, so, you finished school early. Exactly. You were basically... Yeah, my whole... You didn't really have a whole lot of outside interaction. Oh, no, no. Where did the whole theme or idea of sexuality come into place for y'all, though? Because... You know, you all right? Oh, of course, there's like an innate fucking chemical want reaction them to between have people. Kids well, I understand that, but like, were like you given any kind of sex education or any not kind of? Not a whole lot. No, like, not a whole lot. So a lot of it was. Well, yeah. A lot of it was, you know, your friends tell you something they heard from someone older. Now, before you get married, there is a um, curriculum approved. What? That is that is pat like is is taught basically. Because, because, wait, 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 because wait, wait. they are not allowed to teach sex ed in the homeschool. That's an agreement between the government and the church. But, but what do you mean like a? At least in Germany, in Europe. In so you, you were given, what do you mean a curriculum? So like my mom sat down with me and I mean by this time I already knew like what happened of course. I was 16 years old and I had a library card. I mean, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I might not have TV, but I, I knew how to find the library. 
Um, but anyway, so, you know, she kind of, and, and it's more of like it, the religious sense of sex. Like it's about a man's relationship with his wife and how he rules over her like God rules over the, the church and Jesus I mean it's all like that kind of stuff and oh I thought how, they were like, like no this position for a boy this <laughs> position for a girl <laughs> I thought that was... No, yeah, okay, and, and okay. she asked me, she was like, I mean, do you need specifics or do you need... And I was like, no, I, I think we'll be able to figure it out. And, you know, it was, it was, it was, it wasn't any big So were there any forms of sex that were like, uh-uh. Anal. Anal. That was it? No, I mean, I'm not talking about like your personal preference. I'm talking about through the church. Uh, we, I'm talking about the church too. So that, okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm just asking. That's Satan's door. Well, I'm saying, because, like, I mean, technically sodomy is still against the law, and that's considered anal or oral sex, and that's right. that's actually in the fucking books. I don't think that oral is prohibited. I think it's discouraged. Oh, because, yeah, everybody's going to be like, like no, we, no, no, no. Because, because it's not for make making babies. babies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. it's, it's not, not for it's, it's, um, You can finish inside so of her. It's humiliating it's for, for the wife when when lovemaking is supposed to be about, like, your spiritual connection Jesus. to her. And it's not yeah. humiliating her oh, on Yashua. her knees like that. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to be on your knees to suck dick. <laughs> you can be you're on the bed. You can be on the side. You're giving praise. <laughs> Praise be to him. So he what, but what does even oral have to do with like what about the so, so your religion that the dudes don't go down? Everything is controlled. Everything is controlled. The underwear that you wear. The oh no! You got the magic you, underwear too? No, they're, no, they're very they're very modest brief underwear. Okay. Because Victoria's yeah, Secret was born out of a woman who was a skank underneath her modest clothing. So not only do we have modest clothing, but we also have modest underwear. underclothing. Where'd the skank come from? What happened? <laughs> that's probably, that's like a story from them, right? So, that's uh, what they told you about Victoria's exactly. Secret? Exactly. So, oh, okay. So everything is about, oh, like, fuck. purifying yourself and, like, the world, let's be in it but not of it. Like, there's good people out there, but they don't know the true way. We have found the true way. We are God's people. We are God's chosen people. Okay. And along with, you know, I, I would say overall, um, internationally, at their highest point, 5,000 people at the most, but that's all over the, the world. I mean, they have a location in Australia and um, Japan now and several in Europe, and I think you read about this stuff in Germany. Mm. Um, a bunch, and they have a place in Savannah, Georgia. If you would like to go to their cafe, There's you can. There's also some in Dalton. <laughs> Wait, so that's the... Oh, I think, shit, yeah. I was thinking that. Um, man, what the hell is that place called? By the Kroger downtown. Yeah, my mom works there probably about three times a week. Oh yeah. shit! And the bus and the uh, the bus. Yeah, the yeah, no, the bus. My dad made that bus. Parked there. Yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah, full circle. Um, <laughs> what is that place called? Uh, the Monte Factor. Oh. Yeah. Is it all yeah. right? Are we? No, it's cool. It, no, that's cool. As long as. <laughs> you see, as... so far, so far, like I'm not even. Like, all right, you can call it a religious subsect, a cult, or whatever. But so far, they they. Unless you're about to hit us with a bombshell, they don't sound like fucked up people. No, and, and I think that's the, it's like, it's like, what, what is fucked up? You know, is it being a like if you little just, bit but there were all see the stories like that I read they, from survivors that said that they had been beaten, like, black and blue as children. Like, as a four-year-old. A four-year-old girl, like, 
said that her first memory was of being like being beaten and she went home and she was black and blue from like her knees to her shoulders. So I can say that that is probably 100% true. And that was back in the day when they were first adopting kind of like how they wanted to train their children. It was very <laughs> spare the rod, spoil the child. It was you are Break never going to behave like that ever again. And so, yes, it was heavy-handed at times. I have the same experience one time being spanked very hard after not having eaten all day. And I don't think it ever happened again. It was the one time I was usually disciplined in, in love and, you know, but correction. But as far as I understand what you're saying, like there is no, they are not dangerous people. They are not out there and there's not mind control to where they're going to all drink Kool-Aid and, and go, there's no, go I to mean, sleep. There, there, there it was Flavor-Aid. <laughs> there's, but there seems to be no, they, like there's no... Uh, you know, the guy, the one guy that's in charge of every one of them is just fucking everybody's wives and all this other... I mean, it just seems to be... Well, okay, so... Okay, you got some of that, too? <laughs> Segway. But, 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 but. <laughs> Bombshell, drop it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just like... A, <laughs> like, so far, like I said, that's... Uh, to, to me, like, all right, the certain beatings, all right, you know, they may have been extremely heavy-handed on it. Right. But at the same time, I bet you that motherfucker ain't do that shit no more, and they're probably somewhat of a decent human being. Right. So let me take uh, you back to me getting married at 16. So I got married when I was 16. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's legal it was fine. I felt my parents signed off on it, and I felt old enough and mature enough. I probably wasn't, but I, I yeah, felt like 16. I was. And I was like, oh, great. We can have our own little our own little space. Like, being married there is cool, because you get, like, your own bedroom. You're not in the single brother's sister's room or with your siblings. Oh, like, you didn't even get your own house? No. What the you, fuck? you missed the part where I said she two said or she three families two minimum two. share a larger home. Like, my family always had, like, say, the whole top floor, because there was three bedrooms with a bathroom. Yeah. So, I mean, we're living communally, like, taking our, eating our meals together. Like, there's a schedule where the women take turns cooking for everybody in the house kind of thing. Okay. So, I mean, it's very organized, you know, peace, love, and happiness and caring. But as with any organization, there's there's going to be flaws and there's, you know, there's going to be cracks and unhappy people that, okay. you know. So, anyway, so back to being, I was married at 16. Um, it was to somebody that I grew up with. I knew his family very well. Our families had always known each other. When we were in Nova Scotia building that boat, they were as well. Um, as long as long as I can have a memory, I remember his family, and um, his mom died when he was very young to to a very curable cancer. But that's a whole nother thing. They sometimes rely on God to take care of things. And anyway, so Jesus said, "I gave you science, nigga. Use it." <laughs> we uh, we got married young, and. Um, Within a few years, he just, he wasn't ever extremely happy there because of what had happened with his mother. He had a lot of distrust for the authority there. It just, it just wasn't a good situation. And, you know, we got married, we're happy for a little while. And um, I could just tell, like, he just, you know, wasn't really for him. And I ended up getting pregnant when I was 20. And, or 
19. I was 19 so when I got pregnant. So was it for you? If it wasn't for him, but was it for you? What? Getting pregnant? No, being in... Oh. <laughs> getting pregnant is <laughs> for nobody. Yeah, yeah. There's just people be like... <laughs> that just happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I was... Want, no, no, no. So being there... Yeah, he had, he had brought it up to me, you know, like, hey, like, you, we could be happy out there. And as a child growing up, it's like you're in the world, but not of it, like I said. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you go to the grocery store. Yeah, you go to the park. Yeah, you go to the beach. I do those things. Um, I mean, I lived in Burlington, Vermont, most of my childhood once we left Allen Pond, and we had a house that had fraternities and sororities all the way around, and UVM was a block away. So, I mean, we were aware of the outside world. Um, Did you ever go to a frat party? No, we. I used to watch, like, because they would, like, rage on Saturday night, and the adults would have breaking of bread, which is, like, their ending of the Super Sabbath. Holy. Yeah, holy time that children aren't welcome to, so we'd be put to bed. <laughs> And we lived on the third floor and with these, you know, this big Victorian house. And so we could kind of see down on the neighbors and they would have like mosh pit parties and like, I mean, just crazy craziness. And just open the I'll window just, and go out. No, just watch. Just watch. The third I was floor. a kid. I was like nine wow. years old. Yeah, see, I might, might yeah, see, yeah, I would, I'd have been out there. I started getting but trouble But there's early. even collected pillowcases. There is a huge, um, like, fear factor assigned to being there. It's very much. That's the, the world is going there. to hell. If you leave the world, you will also, or to live in the world, you will also go to hell. You are part of, you are born for something. If you choose to do something else than that, like, there is no other place for you besides the lake of fire. So that's how we are raised. So it's like, that it's might be, be so fun. Much fun down there, though. It I'm might be fun, but, Woo-hoo! you know, this is... It's not worth my life, basically. So that that's kind of how, how that works. So there's a lot of fear and persuasion and things like that for, you know, you don't want to go to hell. But Hitler's so. in hell, and I have questions. I know. <laughs> 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 Somehow it always gets back to that. So what was your question I was trying to get back around to? I have so many right now. Yeah, give them the yeah. Same. No, I mean, oh. like, it's the. Oh, when I decided to leave. Oh, have a baby. Oh, why I was still there. Okay, so being there, like, that's that's all I knew. Like, that's scary. The, the, yeah. Like, you leave. You don't have a credit score. You don't have money. You don't have. Did you have a social security number? Yeah. you. I mean, uh, we were documented as home births and had they social security cards and all that. Yeah, they, they run, run businesses. They run, like, legit businesses. Well, I mean, yeah, but the, those were the, the older folks. The businesses, some of those older folks are still alive. She's not an old But person. I'm saying they're about, like, working in the world and being productive, and they have to make, they make money. So, for a while, they did not get birth certificates because of all this hype with the rape, right? They did not. Okay. But they were also, you know, kind of given a hard time about that, about having undocumented kids, and so we did start getting birth certificates, and I actually got mine at the age of, well right before I got married, so 15. Okay. And that was only because, like, my parents just never went out and got... <laughs> Not all questions are stupid. Because they were isolated, you dumb bitch. <laughs> but did y'all go to the hospital to have the baby, or you just no, had midwives home, there? We, home so they, they home birth. See, yeah. I didn't know that shit either. Yeah, home birth, 100%. I just my mom actually um, attended a lot, helped with a lot. There was a period of my life before I got married, so from about the age of, like, 13 to 15 where we lived in um, Vermont and there were several community locations all close to where we lived. And if women had a baby, it would put them out of commission, like from the schedule. And then it would also put someone else out of commission caring for the woman, like, cause they really take care, they wanted to rest and everything. 
So I would be sent to all these locations to, to care like to care for no it. for the woman and the baby. So I was like the baby nurse traveling like before. <laughs> that was fun. You weren't a wet um, nurse though, right? <laughs> no, okay. God no, that's gross. Um, oh, so back to, I, I know the question. You said there's no, like, scandalous, weird thing where, like, the leader's like... Like, yeah, the, yeah. Okay, that's so one funny of the... point, you should bring that up. So when I was pregnant about three months along, uh, my world ended, I felt like, when I found out that my husband was fooling around with another girl who was, like, 17 and lived in our community. And he got found out and basically got scared and took off. And without me even knowing what was going on, like I'd get out of my job and I'm like looking for him and he's gone. And they're like, oh, we should tell you what happened. So I had no time to like communicate with him and like find out, you know, what the fuck, dude, like I'm pregnant and what happened and anything like that. I was automatically like whisked to go stay with my family and the leader's wife specifically, um, was basically the one saying, like, absolutely not. Like, he is never allowed to return. You, she was will, you will never see your husband again. And I'm like, I'm not even saying I'll forgive him. Like, I just want to have a conversation with him. And so I was very isolated my entire pregnancy just in case he would try to get to me, that kind of thing, and persuade me to leave with him. And I remember one time she had come through the community I was staying at. It was actually in Friends of Georgia. And she's the leader's wife. So they started it together. And she, I was sobbing and I had my three month old baby and I'm like, I just want to have a conversation with him. I just want to talk to him. And she was like, you'll find another husband. It's, it's, he, he's sick. Just forget about him. You'll find somebody better. And I could not believe my freaking ears. It was like, it was no big deal. It was like, whatever. Fast forward. I end up, we, you know, we get back together. They let him back, and, and we left very shortly after that. He was very unhappy, and I'm like, I'm not separating my family ever again. Like, whatever it takes, that kind of thing. That's a whole other thing. Years later, we find out that that bitch fucking, maybe not intercourse, at least oral sex, possibly, hand jobs, whatever you name it, all kinds of young single brothers. <laughs> Meanwhile, damning young couples to either marriage or leaving for kissing. Kissing. And when you are damned to marriage or leaving, you don't get a nice white wedding. You get a shameful bad wedding. Isn't the wedding... Wait, uh, like, it's, uh, only, it's only important if it's like the kisses on the mouth. She's like, I can give you the other kind of kiss. <laughs> But it, it just goes to show you, like, it's just, you know how many people left because of that scandal. And and, and the, I think the most frustrating thing for everybody was it wasn't dealt with in the way, in the manner that other things are dealt with there. It was hush-hush. It was, she wasn't she's been forgiven, yeah. like, let's keep this, you know, if you questioned or you asked about it, you were questioning authority. And that has always been my problem with them. It's I, I don't like to talk speak out or speak bad about them because I had a great childhood. I have great family. My parents are still there. You know, that's one of the hardest things for me. It devastates them when they feel like somebody's speaking out negatively. But for me, it's the hypocrisy. It's the control. It's those, you know, it's just those things that you can't, you cannot sit here and, and tell me that I will never see my husband again because he kissed a girl. Yet you are literally 
with every young stud that comes through here. Meanwhile, is that a joke? Every young stud? No. <laughs> Are you okay? You don't speak about a roll. God damn it, Gritzy! You don't speak at all for like thirty minutes, and then all of a sudden, just I got bullshit. <laughs> That, that's definitely it's definitely a sore subject for a lot of people where they really feel like you know just slighted like where they were they were made to marry someone because they they didn't really like them they were just a curious seventeen year old and they were made to marry them because I mean there's you know they call them their teachings like I could probably find you some PDFs somewhere but you know it's basically like just the Bible verses like to the T like you marry someone you find out she's not a virgin like she can be put to death in the spiritual sense you know what I'm saying like it's, so it's no joke was was there premarital fooling around oh of course yeah but there's just no vaginal intercourse no I'm sure there is I'm sure there is I no mean I only know that, I mean there was there was uh, circumstances that I knew about where yeah it happened and they were made to marry did they get married? Mm-hmm. Fuck. That's how they got married. In a shameful way, yeah. Dude, that, what, My brother so, actually uh, actually being the victim of one of the... Him, is, him and his wife. So what is yeah. the difference between a... a uh, what do you mean in a shameful way? How so does, how does, isn't like, the wedding, it's like a recreation Yes, of sir. You the, have been doing your Jesus homework. coming <laughs> back to earth to meet his wife. Yes. Whoa, all right. Yes. I need this. Yes. So I mean I'm 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 And actually planner, so I have photos from, from my wedding where it it was like that. All right, yeah, hold so on, weddings hold on. Before, uh, before, we're gonna take a pause. Yeah, let's take a quick break. Cigarette let's take break. a smoke break. Yeah. Pretty sure I just got that. Alright. And we're back. So yes, what are we gonna are. hit in this last thirty minutes? Oh, are we gonna talk about the wedding? Yes, yes, let's go back to the weddings. So I will kind of briefly explain weddings. Weddings, it's a privilege, basically, because it is not only a marriage to make children Mm -hmm. for the purpose of, you know, serving God. It's kind of a, they call it a reenactment or a pre-enactment. And it's basically a depiction of their belief of what the end of times is going to look like. Where basically what? they are they are the bride of Jesus or Yahshua, and the God's enemies are going to be basically coming to it, come against them, and they have to like slay God's enemies and then be caught up with God because they're his bride. So the first part of the wedding is very much like a play, like it's. You don't see, the bride and groom don't see each other for the week before. And it's supposed to be like our time here on earth where we're separated from God. So you don't see each other, but you can like write love notes back and forth to each other. Then, (laughs) on the day of the wedding, the... you're 16 at this point? I am 16 at this point. On the day of of the wedding, it's this whole like, he is first in heaven. So they have this whole like setup. It's usually outside if it can be, if it's summer. And he's, like, sitting on, like, this throne-looking thing. And, you know, it's nothing extravagant. It's just, like, some tapestries and flowers and shit. And there's, like, people talking and, like, reading the prophecies of the end times. And then, like, someone comes, like, shouting that the bride is ready. So everybody, like, makes this procession down to another part where he's, like, in the cloud. So he's, like, on this platform where there's, like, white sheets and puffy banners behind and everything. And then he, like... 
There's gonna be like, is there like a, it's like a group of people that make sure that this happens? Like, there's a, a bus full of all these supplies that they like. No, each community locate. If you're gonna have a wedding, they usually start pulling their supplies together a couple weeks before, and they make it. Well, they're also like really. That, well, that's great. why it takes eight weeks. Cause like, all right, you go get married. But I, everybody's got to learn their lines. Right, basically, and, yeah. But they're and all also really it. great, like, tradesmen and shit. They're also, they're oh, all, yeah. like, Everybody really great carpenters. The women trade. all, like, sew and, and shit, right? And, yeah. So they make everything. Yeah. The emphasis is not on so traditional just, education. Like, it's on So you don't save that shit? Oh, that's, that's what huh? I'm thinking. It's like, 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 all right, so we did, here, there's our first wedding. Of course, we got to make this shit. Is there and then when we, it's well, like yeah, Christmas lights. You yeah, take yeah, that shit yeah, back yeah, down yeah, and reuse yeah, it. Yeah, they have, they have storage bins with, this is the wedding decorations, and yeah. yeah oh, okay. Because yeah. you were talking about, like, they make even, that shit, make that shit. Well, even, like, the bridal dress, there's usually one or two that kind of circulate, and they're adjustable. So they're very, like, flowy. Oh, that sucks. And, yeah, you don't have your own bridal dress. You get to keep your own veil. Like, they'll make you. it's not like it's hexed. What'd you say? They also have a lower divorce rate, so it's not like it's hexed. You don't want to borrow a wedding dress from somebody if they're wedding fit. But, like, they'll make you, like, a, a veil, and you get to keep your own veil, that kind of thing, and, and the wreath that they put on your head. Anyway, so the whole thing is, you know, basically so Jesus no coming back for his bride. So he's on the clouds, and he calls for his bride. And she comes not walking, running out of the... Usually it's, like, behind, like, some woods or some shit like that. And she, like, runs to meet him in the clouds. How many fat people are in this cult? Because <laughs> 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 the fat bride They running. do eat very healthy, organic, like, not a lot okay, of Okay, so there's not, yeah. like... There's not going to be some heavy girl trying to run uphill. Not usually. Okay. To fall over their yes, yes. People have tripped. One of my best friends. One of my best friends didn't hear him calling, so he's like standing there, and he's like, and and she's like doing her thing, and like people are like, you know, steaming her her ruffle, like making sure her dress looks nice, and someone comes in, and their face is white, and they're like, he's been calling you for like ten minutes, and she's like, oh shit, and she runs out. <laughs> So anyway, so that's kind of the first part of the wedding. And then and then after they get out of the clouds, they defeat the enemies of God. And so it's basically a dance. What? It's a dance. So the bride and the so groom dance. So they're LARPers too? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no, so the bride, Hell like the groom yeah. puts on this crimson cloak. So he's, yeah. he is like... Is that to like depict the, a period he, or yeah, something? Yeah, no, no. He is, he is the blood of God's enemies. He has defeated God's enemies. So it's like they do this war dance around evil spirits and costumes. And they like defeat It's them. like an Israeli folk dance, right? That's exactly... They do Israeli folk dancing. Like they're like half Jewish, half... Christians. Christian, half uh, or quarter um, Mormon. I mean, it's all that kind of shit all mixed in together. So so then after that part is done, then it's kind of more a traditional wedding where there's like a couple's dance and you know there's a bride's dance and so you so okay so, so you have they have like so you have a play and then you have a reception basically yeah so okay. this is the approved marriage right right like, but the vows the, the, like the, the so in the like, so like the vows fight the bad marriage people in during the good marriage like are they the, are they the enemies of god is that how theirs is wicked is that the shame marriage is no no not not quite but so the vows and like the kiss that seals the wedding is not until the very end before they're sent off to consummate their marriage now usually that location is usually like a cat or something like that it's usually on the location of the wedding like if it's in a big area with grass or whatever there's it's usually on the property so they like gather around the window and like sing them a song and like usher them off to consummate their marriage 
There, can you, can like you, are there the blinds on the windows? Well, like, but you, can. you gotta wait till the song's over, basically. Get low, get low, <laughs> get low, get low. You gotta wait till the Did song's over. Your best friend's in the background. Suck that dick, girl! <laughs> 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 oh, my one. Sanctify thy marriage. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So how big? Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. So how, how big is this cabin? Is it just? Well, like, it just, just like depends on like it just depends on what location. Me and my ex got married in Oak Hill, New York, and it's this, they own this big piece of beautiful property that they have animals and um, farming on it, and it has an upper cabin, which is like this more large expanded cabin, and then. Like a small like honeymoon suite cabin on a river, and that's where we had our we had our wedding in the like the grassy area outside, and then. So here's my thing though. So how often? So after you got married, mm-hmm. when was the next marriage? Um, ours was actually the week after one somebody a uh, friends of ours got married the week before. So it just depends on like what's going. Well, on. How many weddings how did you go to? No, but no. Here's my question though. How like what's the normal? amount of time between those marriages because like my thing is you like you said you went back to your family's house and you were now married so you had your own room Mm -hmm. but if you got married could if nobody else was getting married at that point in time could you just as a couple stay in that cabin until someone else got married then you went back home um to have your privacy as a couple for a little while yeah no usually they were like where okay so that particular cabin that's where the leader and his wife actually lived so they moved out for the week. What? They moved so out. So you for smashed the week. in the in the yeah. priest's house. What the fuck? It's so they have <laughs> the power. He they had, have the power he to had, impregnate. He usually had his own little area, even though his whole thing was living communally. And I'm not saying that he never lived in the main housing. So he but had to decorate the pretty, area. Pretty, pretty, you, pretty typically, he had separate quarters, like this cabin down by the river, you know, or like the. Um, I remember when we. Lived Lived in the community in Boston, he had the suite above in the carriage house. So they usually had their own space, him and his wife. I have an off-brand. How many cities have you fucking lived in, woman? A lot. I got a question. A Is lot. there like interracial marriage and stuff? So, lot? okay, so back, back, yeah, so okay. n- now apparently there is. Thank you. <laughs> so, okay, so, so let me, let me put in a little disclaimer here. What you are about to hear, I do not believe, nor we con- do not concur endorse. with, we and, do not nor do I endorse. <laughs> No, so as far as race goes, I don't, you know, it. it's just some old school shit, man. It's like... Did y'all say nigger? No. Okay. <laughs> no. As, as, they, That's a valid question. They believe... They believe... <laughs> it's a valid question. They as believe, soon as somebody says their views on religion are very traditional... That's, that's, no, that's, that's fucking racism. That's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I concur with that. Um, I concur. <laughs> so basically their belief of the, the way that race began, we have, a, you're going to, you're going to get a crack it out of it. You might have heard this before. Okay. I don't know if it's, if, I don't so, know where they got it to, to be honest, is it the, the depiction of the original twelve tribes of Israel, where everybody scattered out amongst the twelve countries? So everybody, yeah. So that's the whole thing: is everybody okay. scattered? They're bringing them and back one of together. them was black. No, not quite. So we have Noah, who went on the ark, uh-huh. and the world came to an end. As and he we didn't know take it. no black people. He didn't take no black people, but he uh-huh. had uh, three sons. 
Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Okay. Shem. And they like mocked him and made fun of him, and Ham was like the leader of that, apparently. So he was cursed. AKA. The black, the black, the black son. He's, 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 hey, he's, he's, our lip quivered a little bit. When no, I, she was just saying, she realized that you weren't picking up what she was saying. No, it's like wait, 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 wait hold on. So basically, when you were cursing, you just became black. No, you. So, so they the were cursed. So they were like sent to live somewhere else, like I guess in Africa. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, it's not my belief. It's just shit I heard growing up. And um, but they are redeemed through the blood of Christ, and so there, everybody's equal. Like they have if black you're leaders. In the group, yeah, if you're, you're in, the, in the in the group, you are saved. You, the curse is lifted. You are good with God. So if I'm good with God, I still can't fuck white women. <laughs> Wait, she hasn't told I me. I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. As long as I have have known, yes, there is no interracial marriage. Like, I remember we used to have, okay, so we used to have Sunday service. Like, basically, it was Sunday was Lord's Day, and that was our day of service. Then, when I was about 13, this whole new idea came in about the morning and evening sacrifices of worship. Basically, you're sacrificing your soul to God, not your not well, you were like sacrificing your time to show Well, yeah, up like time, day, yeah. Like, so it's like 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. like you show up every they do it every single day, twice a day. It's prayer, singing, whatever, sharing. Every day? Every day, 365 years days a year, every single day. So, that, 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 hold on, that started when black people came, didn't it? Because that's like, no, because black people, their church is long. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't like it. No, but part of it is like everybody to prays do. together. Like they're like, later, you still in there thinking about food? Yeah, <laughs> they're praying about stuff. And I remember as a child, I think they keep us there so long on Sundays because they still have to finish cooking. <laughs> I'm story. getting to the race marriage okay. thing. Okay, I'm sorry. So we, there was one family that was like a full intact black family growing up. Mother, father, all of the kids. But then there was also other people that joined, single people like that. But I remember as these kids got older, teenagers in their early 20s, like some of the brothers would be like praying in the gatherings and they would be like, Father, bring us Hamites for Lone Car's children so they have people to marry. Because interracial marriage was not allowed. Allowed. So it was always this thing of like we've got to evangelize on, to the on, black community. So they called them Hamites <laughs> because the original cursed black was Ham. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm, but I, they're I, not. I, I'm, they... I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Y'all's books kind of fucked up too. There's a lot of fucked up books out there. Well, it's not mine anymore. Well, no, no, so. I can't. Well, okay. That's some flat racism shit right here. Like, yeah. <laughs> But from what I understand, there have been a couple of interracial marriages recently where they're like, okay, well, love is love. Like, God is love, and love is doesn't see color, and now they do have interracial marriages. No, no, so no, no. Have... Hold on. Stop. Stop. Because you told me <laughs> that the fucking elders and everybody else in the group had to agree to the marriage. Yeah. So now they're like, no, love is love. No, no. Y'all was like, yo, we need some more people, and these niggas keep showing up. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. it's the <laughs> <laughs> We gotta allow some shit. The black just, people like, didn't have it. anybody to marry. They weren't coming. That's what in. I'm saying. They so was they like nobody it. else is showing up. Right. But so. these one niggas. <laughs> <laughs> they still looking out. And they <laughs> they holding on. We gotta let them fuck somebody. We're doing it for Jesus. <laughs> they looking out the window. Like, where are at? <laughs> we gotta do so. something. 
So that's the thing on race. Now, I will say, yeah, like, race wasn't ever an How issue. Soon? I didn't grow up thinking, like, black and white. Like, one of my, from but that family, said, we were you know, really close The, the thought of the, the black and white, like, you were basically taught that we were sinners unless we fully But we were all sinners. Like, it wasn't just No, no, sinners. it's a different kind of racist sinner on this one. Yeah, I was a cursed It wasn't your fault, though. You were cursed. Right. Through the grace of God. But at the same time, the only reason I was redeemed is if I joined their little faction. Right, exactly. Fuck that. Exactly. So but I, white people were the same. But they had the same. Had the same but, but I had the same. I have the same curse because I left. Like I now, I can't be saved be, unless I go back. Like, now I mean, she's what's the difference? black. No, now she can <laughs> fuck a black guy. It's not the same thing. She's black. But she still get pulled over differently. <laughs> not if she's in fucking Vermont. <laughs> yeah. So so that's and 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 again, like I said, that is not what I think. That is. Mm. What they think. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. You asked. Yeah, you got I did. the truth. No, I'm, I'm not mad. I don't. I, I, I now mean, these are not things that they lead with when they're looking for. Yeah. You know, yeah. New people. This is to join. But how did you do that? Because like I guess well no, because they got the parents and then the parents brought the kids. But there's not going to be no young dude like. There's no there's no 16 year old black guy at that point in time. It was like, yo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to join. And then you get there and be like, you can't fuck nobody. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to leave. <laughs> no, he probably showed up with his wife. He probably well, that's what I'm saying. The, the original, like she was talking about. Yeah, they was, were they, a they young brought, couple. Yeah, they brought, yeah, they, yeah, and then they brought their kids who were very young. And then it got to that point and they was like, oh, yeah. yeah they you, don't have you, we didn't married. think about this. Yeah. We got to open a sect in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> You mean Memphis. <laughs> I'm talking about Alabama. Yeah. You might want to go to Burger Hill. Yeah, well, so they have different ways of evangelizing, if you will. That bus okay. that is down by the Mate Factor, they'll bring that to different concerts, preferably places where people might be searching. Like, they love the Fish Concerts and the Grateful Dead. <laughs> and, like, yeah, dude, they, re- they recruit like, out of the Grateful Dead. No, yes, no, no, no. Oh, yes, I do, do. dude, I guarantee you they pull thousands of people out of Dave Matthews concerts. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, she hadn't said anything. But Dave Matthews fans are kind of fucked up people. I'm just saying. That's like her favorite. Seriously? <laughs> Colt I just flew to Boston three weeks ago to watch him live. We went to Atlanta to see him live. She went with me to Atlanta. I got drunk and fell asleep in the grass. And I danced my ass off for three hours. No. Dave Matthews fans are some of the most enlightened people. No. Dave Matthews fans are some... They're they're bland people. Okay. They are the extra fucking... You know what they are? They are the... You know when you go down the uh, condiment aisle... And you're walking through the spicy grocery store. Mayonnaise. No, they're not even spicy mayonnaise. They are mayo with olive oil. That's what they are. Just fucking no flavor. No. <laughs> are you okay, John? Okay, now we're tip for tat. <laughs> She's on fire on the inside. I hope you understand that. No. We're going to save this for a different podcast, and I will come prepared. That's your favorite band? In the whole wide world. What I would the fuck? Too. I would tour if I had the money and the time. What Absolutely. The There's so Why much better music out there. Soul. I, it's I would rather better. listen to fucking It's Been a While on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? And that's what makes us different humans, Stacey. <laughs> no. 
You don't get it. I don't come inside. You know I don't like. You know I don't like Dave Matthews Band. You want? I've heard it all. You're not gonna hurt my. There's no soul in it. There's no way you could be happy. No, there's there's no way you could be happy all the fucking time. You haven't heard all the songs. There's very depressing songs. There's homicidal songs. What? If you're feeling Dave Matthews Band? Yes, sir. Dave Matthews Band. Take the gut. Oh yeah. A suicidal song. I got to hear this shit. Anyway, <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, was that just your own depiction step. of it, or is that what they said it no, is? No, actually, like from the lyrics, you obviously have just been listening to like Grey Street and shit. <laughs> Out of the fucking bullshit I skipped past on exactly. the radio. Exactly. So you don't even know what you're talking about. You have no, no merit. So Garbage. We're gonna we're gonna create an opportunity to vote on the Facebook page today for you to give your choice. Dave Matthews Band, DMB, yay or nay. I cannot believe I promise you, I promise you, it'll be like, fuck Dave Matthews Band. For all of the people that we put on there, pfft. No. Right over. That sounds like we need a vote. That's what we need. Gonna open First of a all, I disappointed poll. him by not being black, and then now he's like really Now he's like, you're super white. <laughs> What songs do they sing? David oh, Jesus. Okay, let's see. No, I'm not. Now you hurt her feelings. I'm I sorry. Know, I got you on the way home. Anyway. From his point of view, I don't want to know. DMV <laughs> Summer 2019. I'm already booking my tickets. I hear you, girl. <laughs> Did I not just fly to Boston for a concert? See, here's the thing, though. <laughs> I got to know what you're doing family, because you yeah. cannot do that sober. Oh, no, no. not. I mean... Not that I have to be fucked up, but it makes it so much more awesome. I got, no, I just got to be fucking. Mm-hmm. That's course light, bro. I knew. It was the most exciting 30 minutes of my life. <laughs> you fell asleep. <laughs> and then I got cozy. Fucking, I got my Dave Matthews band CD. I got my PBR. <laughs> no, we had Voodoo Ranger. It's okay. A what? An IPA. Okay. That's a little notch above That's the That's the one PBR. you don't like, right? I'm still in the refrigerator right now, so. <laughs> I, was I don't know how the fuck we got here. Anyway, well, so what topic do we have time so, for now? Like, Whatever you got time for. I, I, I live here. I'm not going nowhere. The other day, you told me that there was an article that came out, something else that just happened, that you considered sending me the resource for me to have them look at before today. Do you remember what I'm talking about? No. Something happened last week. Something happened last week? Oh, okay. I got, I got questions. Well, I mean, there's there's some controversy like child labor and shit like that. I don't know if that's... Child labor is legal. Is it? Okay. We'll see. They got fined $2,000 for two instances. One 15-year-old pushing a wheelbarrow. One 15-year-old changing a light bulb. While they were working I in those fucking... I thought he was reading that off or something. No, that's <laughs> no, a he's, note. He's spitting that off his head. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the thing with child labor is, is their whole idea is raise up a child in the way he should go. Cottage yeah, industry. They were working the fathers in the wood passing on their hearts to their children, like in an environment. So they were apprentices. So, so children exactly, aren't idle, basically. Is what they and, it. and they said that that was that the right. Was but then indentured fucking, servitude. They how? called the apprenticeships indentured servitude. That's what even that's what unions call the apprenticeships. But at the same time. Here's the thing, though. Even at, if you said 15, at 15, you can get a fucking uh, work permit from school right. and, t- and take an actual yeah. job. Right. Well, supposedly... And it if was they're like, homeschooled, yeah. what the fuck is the difference? Exactly. And that's the problem with it. It's like, you know, so, some people will take just the tiniest thing and blow it up into something. And so then they swoop in 
and CPS gets involved, and then the labor people get involved, and then all their contracts cancel them, and their livelihood is gone. I mean, like, what happened in Cambridge, you mm-hmm. know, with that whole investigative entertainment tonight or whatever it was, was someone who had left, got in touch with, like, the, the you know, the ET people, and they're like, oh, well, go undercover, like, basically wear a camera and go and pretend to be, like, oh, long-lost friends, and she videoed some kids on a, um, like, conveyor belt, like, packaging soap or whatever on a Sunday afternoon with their parents, like, in a lovely, you know, studio place. Like, it's nothing <laughs> barbaric. So and it wasn't, like, where the, the, where the, the kids that make our shoes work. Exactly. It's okay. on their property. It's on a beautiful piece of property, basically a mansion of a house, and turned the footage over, and everybody who had contracts with them were like, we don't know what to do. Our hands are tied. We have to cancel. You know, so their livelihood was basically taken away so I mean you have it's just it's one of those things like if you want to live there live there if you don't don't like why are you trying to make it miserable for the people who do want to be there because it's different because it is different and I feel like some people who may have had bad experiences like maybe they felt a little trapped or they felt like you know they had some bad things happen to them or they were punished wrongly or whatever spiritually punished you know like Whatever you just you're constantly on on a spiritual path, so every little thing that you do and say is could be scrutinized, you know. So sometimes that's hard for people, whatever. And but nobody is held against their will. It's not like they're being tortured or you know they're not there's not open pedophilia. But they no. don't have money to leave either because it's communal well, and, the, and so that's that's kind of the thing is you you I see it as a form of brainwashing. Now that word has taken me a long time to come to terms with because we heard it a lot growing up in a very negative way. Like people think you're brainwashed, but you're not. You're just, whatever. Um, But it is a form of brainwashing. It's really, you know, it's taking someone's thinking kind of away and they're, I mean, I was a a freaking robot. Yeah, like I knew the ropes. I knew what to say to, to, to stay in good graces. Like you, whatever, you act a certain way. You don't, do certain things and it can, you, it can become very like robotic and unless you're a hundred percent there in, in spirit and I don't know it's just one of those things where uh, do your thing but I what I don't agree with is the this is the way this is the only way to know God and my parents it's it's a hard relationship because they're very disappointed. A lot of their children have left. But that's like every single religion that's out there. The fucking over three thousand on the <laughs> entire earth. There's every single one of them says this is the specific way. Even though a majority of those may be a, a subsect of some other major religion. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's. So I've had these conversations with my dad, and you know he comes back to me. You know it's my faith. It's it's I believe in this. I believe that our leader is a prophet. That he does hear from God, and that's his faith. And he doesn't understand how I can't have the same faith. And when I say something like that, like what about all these other religions who think they are the the one way? That's that's his comeback. My whole thing is is you have the Bible, you have the Quran, you have the Torah, and everybody who believes in these things. 100% believes it's God's word. Mm-hmm. So you can't tell me that I have to live this way and believe these things. And it's not only living and believing those things. It's a very strict environment. Like, you know, if you have a, a thought of, oh, she's hot, I'm, you know, might want to kiss her. That's the devil. And if you died at that moment, you would not go to be with God. Like, you have to be, like, in your spiritual prime 
at all times to be right with God. And so it's just a lot of pressure and it's a lot of, oh, you know, la- lack of privacy. You, you, don't, you, can't, you can't just like hang out, you know, and watch TV and go get drunk. You know, it's just... So, all right, so one of my, one of my uh, earlier questions that I thought of was how did the, the in, in the beginning, I don't know, I mean, you may have heard stories along the lines, but I know you weren't there for it. So how did the idea of using both Bibles as one come together? Because if, when you put the two Bibles together, they are very contradictory of each other. Mm-hmm. So, and this is probably my bad for not being a super good community child and learning everything that I should have learned. (laughs) But from what I understand, and things have changed a lot even since I've left. Not so much their fundamental beliefs, but they're taking on more and more of the Old Testament religious. Things have to evolve. Things will eventually evolve to either... Because either, hey, we're, we're not recruiting new people, we have to add, change a few things up to get more people involved, or just new people take over as, right. el- as elders and they have their own ideas involved in it too. So I think the way that it started was, was perfectly fine. Now he, the, the leader, did have a, a revelation. or Is know, the original leader dead? No, he is still alive, but he's very old. He's in his 90s. Okay. And his wife is much younger than him, like 17 years younger. That's not that bad. If he's in his 90s so, and she's 17 years younger, that's they not that do, big deal. They do teach that the Jews were guilty of killing Christ. They were. Mm-hmm. But, that's, that's and they have that's... been accused of anti-Semitism, and they deny these allegations. But they also celebrate all these Jewish holidays, like Yom Kippur. So how and they have bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. The idea is, is God has never changed, but the way that he has taught his people has changed. Well, and yeah. his people and have, have changed to, you have to be able to bring a new message to, or bring right. a fresher message. Right. So basically, the Old Testament involved. is still valid, and you know, love your neighbors, don't cover your wife, don't kill each other. Shit, the Old Testament. Well, I mean, that was, <clears> I mean, that's fucking <throat> Ten Commandments, which have carried on. But like right. the Old Testament was like, God was a vengeful God, and the New right. Testament. Right. So there is, is more a lot like, of God that God loves too. you even though you fuck up. Right. So I remember being very, very young, like back in Nova Scotia, three and four years old, and I. <laughs> Was dro- I was supposed to be taking a nap, and I was dropping um, little bits of dust or whatever through the floor vent, and it, with the grate in the floor, and it went through to the kitchen, and a woman was down there, like, making bread, and it was falling in the bread, and she came up, spanked me, and then brought me for a walk, and told me all about how if I was in the Old Testament, I would have been stoned to death, and how disrespectful children... I mean, all that kind of stuff. So it's like oh, yeah. they Old believe Testament's in it, like but they're not. They're not going to go right. And, and so there's a little bit of it, but it's like, but through God's grace, I'm only going to beat your ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to stone you today. <laughs> so it all began in the New Testament. So the leader got this revelation that somewhere God was looking for like the first church. Like after he rose, you know, from the dead and the first church and how it says in Acts something, three something, I don't know. I should know this, but I don't. They all lived together and shared everything in common and took, took their meals together. And how that became Christianity and everybody fell away from that to everybody lives on their own and they meet once a week on Sunday and how that's not really living God. Do you understand? All right, but at this, all right, so did they, did they actually tell you where that separation came from in Christianity? Because in no. Christianity's birth, they did 
do everything communally and everything else like that. Right, but, then but the they Romans, feel like the Romans actually stopped them from doing that. And actually, as as, as, as Romans dip, uh, started gathering up Christianity and becoming Christians, they allowed them to have a house of prayer. Okay, but See, until I then, never knew that. Yeah, Constantine. never knew that. Yeah, <laughs> Constantine, yeah. the way and Christianity, nigga, I read. Yeah. The way Constantine, <laughs> I have a question. The way that Christianity came in, Constantine was in a big battle. And his, yeah. no, his soldiers were like outnumbered by like ten to one. Like right. the other enemy had like ten thousand more soldiers than he had, or some shit. And then he saw a cross in the sky, and a, a voice spoke to him and it said, "Paint this on your shields, the cross on right. your shields, and you'll win the battle." Well, Constantine won the battle, and when he got back to Rome, he said, "All right, look, this is what is going to happen." He sat down with the, the people, the cardinals or whatever, and it was like, "This is what, this is how it's going to go, and this is what we're right. going to do." And they sat down and they picked out what they're going to put in the Bible, and they picked out the Gospels, and they made the Bible. Right. Roman Christianity began that day. Right. Yeah. So well, and they so, started picking up more and more of yeah, it from the. Yeah, so they believe in the church before the Roman Christian church. Well, yeah, because I mean, they, there's there's parts of that too when Constantine accepted it, but. Christianity was an offshoot of Judaism. Right. And like they, they, because when Jesus was starting to preach and everything, that's when it became Christianity because the Jews themselves were like, no, you're, you're, you're fucking it up. Right. And then it started spreading. But they originally did do communal things and, and preach in the house and everything. Okay. But the Romans... So that was the first church, basically. Mm-hmm. It's the, what we refer to as the first church. Like, okay. that's what we were taught was the first church and how they fell away from, from their calling. Because they were told that they had no choice. So yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, they had no choice. Like, the Maybe Romans we did, like, I wasn't paying They attention. found you, like, praying in a field. Because, like, yeah. a lot of, like, old school Christians, like, back in that day, would, like, get together in, like, a field and stuff and, like, have, like, have, right there right. in the middle of a field. And, because they, like, couldn't, they couldn't be open about it because in the beginning of Christianity, Christianity, Romans were pissed off at Christians because they were doing that and they were not appeasing the Roman gods and then there was famine and all that other right. stuff while all these other people, which they which they called pagans at that mm-hmm. point in time, were out there and they were, you know, praising to their own god to bring everything back. Mm-hmm. And then as Romans started, it's it's a fucking Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Do you have a Hebrew name? I do. <laughs> And I will not share it with you, unfortunately. Fair enough. <laughs> it is part of my past, and I want to leave it there. So, and it's not, I mean, I don't like it to begin with. I, I don't like it at all. It's its not aesthetic, uh, not aesthetically. It doesn't sound nice to me. Um, it, it's just, it's really, it's part of my past, and I want to leave it there. So did you choose Becca or Rebecca when you left? Yeah, no, 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 no. It's on my birth certificate. My parents, you know, some people do put their kids' Hebrew names on their birth certificates. My parents did not. We all have regular names. And I don't know if that was just for le- make it easier for legal reasons, but it has sure helped me out. <laughs> in my okay. time. So at this point in time, like you've, you've left the church and everything, mm-hmm. would, you, would you openly consider it a cult? I think in the definition of a cult, it is a cult. Um, from what I understand, but in the modern modern aspect of a cult, would you call it's it? It's hard. It's I think I think it is in the modern aspect of a cult, but I think that it's also there's there's so much stigma attached to that word, and we have so many like historical horror stories attached to that word that I don't think it's fair to give it that label. I think it's a communal living. Wacky religious, you know, religion. Like, it's not it's not harmful. They're not out there, you know, lying and stealing to get people to join. It, it, there's nothing... 
but at its core, I don't think it's, um, I think there's corruption. I think that there's, you know, there's things going on that shouldn't be going on. I don't know all of those things, but I, I, I have heard murmurs of, of just... How far, um, how, how far off the grid are these people? Um, now, like, they have power and internet. Um, the internet's probably pretty, uh... Filtered? Well, not everybody has access to it. Okay. Like, you know, people Control. pay the bills. And, like, my dad runs the business here in Savannah, the construction business. So, of course, he has a laptop and a phone and a car. Um, but his phone is a flip phone. Like, it's not a smartphone. Um, they try... They, they're in the world and not of it. So, it's okay. like they use what they need to to get by. But then they, you know, they don't watch TV and mo- movies and, so like you know. upgraded read. Amish. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. So, I mean, like, as far as being off the grid, now, as far as the tax filing thing, I don't know all of the details. I do know that we basically put all of our Social Security numbers into a bucket of, like, T-H-E, Community Apostolic Order, is, like, their their legal name or something. And I just and, know... I've. I worked for a 301C, which is like a non-profit, and it was listed on there. It's a 301D, which is a non-profit organization for profit, right. which is basically what all churches file. Right. So I think that they do file taxes, but they write off a lot of things and don't end up having to pay taxes. Well, yeah, because, I mean, if you're living as a communal and everybody is a part of the business, right. then you can write off, all right, we had to pay these electricity bills, right. these water bills. You can write off a lot of different stuff. Right. But the reason I was asking for as far as, like, off-the-grid living, like, in, in this day and age, there's... People have been shut down for trying to live fully off the grid right. while still being somewhat in the city. Uh-huh. So it's it's... Because there's city ordinances where you got to have this, got to right. have that, and everything. So that's it, d- just... it depends on where they live. Like they have everything from remote farms where they're on a well and on solar power to here in Savannah, they live right there, right near Kroger in in town. Like, yeah. So they're fully on the grid, okay. paying their electric bill and all that kind of stuff. Now they do try to do weird things like finagle with with the city. Like my dad will go to these city council things sometimes to get different. Uh, exceptions to like say the sign that they went out front it doesn't pass code or whatever and he'll be like but we're you know we're doing something for for the youth in the city and we're an outreach and he's like but it's it's the rules the code, like yeah. yeah so the there's some of that like maybe they're a little bit special and set apart so they should get special privileges yeah just because i know like i said there's a lot of people being shut down for just living off the grid because they, they their houses get condemned because they don't have like you power know, hooked up. Yeah, like, I don't think Savannah's is big on that though. Okay. Yeah, I know there was like when I lived in Boston for a little while, they had dug a well and they were in Dorchester, so kind of in the outskirts. So they were in a nice neighborhood, and they had dug a well. So, but they kept like one of the sinks on the water line or like one of the washers, so that they had somewhat of a water bill coming there because they were going from like a big water bill for a hundred people yeah. to no water bill because they had a well so they had to keep that on the down low and that's the other thing is like they'll do things to skate the system but it's not cheating or lying because it's to further god's purpose so that's kind of how we were raised as well like you know there was custody situations where there was a a man that joined but his wife did not and now he doesn't want his children in the world because it's so evil. So he, it's the right thing for him to do instead of showing up for a custody hearing where he's going to only get 50-50 to take those children and go and hide in other locations. What the fuck? Because, yeah, and, and, and if we happen to see them, like if they happen to come by our location because they were on the, you know, under the radar, 
And if anybody came by asking, we were told we didn't see them. But it was lying to further God's purpose. So, you, you know what I'm saying? It's just like... One yeah. question can un- unveil so much shit. Yeah. Yeah. You never told us about the bad weddings, though. Oh, the oh, bad shit. weddings. Yeah. Yeah. So my brother, my brother and his beautiful wife, her name is Rebecca, actually, too. So she has my old name. And uh, Rebecca Clinton is my maiden name is Clinton. And um, they fooled around. I, they, you know, they were whatever. They were two teenagers in love, and somebody ended up finding out about it. I think my brother got felt guilty and spilled his guts to his his roommate, who he thought was his best friend, and his best friend was told. And yeah, they basically called them in and they said, you know, if 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 you're if you're gonna take her virginity or whatever, like you marry her, you do the right thing and you marry her. If you don't want to marry her, then you guys can leave. And I think my brother was ready to leave, but leave with her, not leave her behind. They they loved each other. And she was, you know, scared and I don't I don't know anything, you know, like let's just stay and so they end up getting married, but it was it's still really hard for her because she um wants that wedding that proves you know to everybody how much they love each other but it was like a small little like 15 minute ceremony like no special clothing just say your vows and you know use this as a lesson and you get it you get to spend overnight in the back bedroom back there as your honeymoon yeah so it's it's hard for her because and they're madly in love they're a great couple like they're really good people and they were shamed you know no they are not still in so they, they're still together? They're still together. Okay, cool. They did stay for a while um, after they got married. They ended up having their first, all of their three children. They were kind of close together. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the whole time they were there, it was kind of like, oh, Daniel and Rebecca, like, that couple. You know, it, it, they kind of felt it until they started learn, gaining respect through hard work or whatever, repentance. <laughs> I mean, but that sounds a lot better than going through all that play shit because you don't have to remember everything. <laughs> Like, it's hard for me to even go visit them because when I visit my parents there, I'm sitting in a living room and they're all kind of like wandering around, like peeking because I knew them growing. You know, it's just weird. Like, I like my own space. I like having my own money and having, you know. So do you have a... Um... You fell to the devil. <laughs> I did. Having do, sex do you... whenever she wanted. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you have a... Do you have a, are you of religious belief today? I am not at all. What would you consider yourself? Um, 
Caucasian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say I'm an atheist. I believe there's you're, you're a god. Or, you know, so you're agnostic. So, agnostic. Yeah, okay. I guess that's the best that's way to describe it. It's, I don't go to church. I can't stand organized religion. I, I I hear a sermon and I just ugh. like we went with my boyfriend's to his sister's um, Christmas Eve ceremony or not ceremony what are they called service christmas eve <laughs> service <laughs> at, at her church and it was lovely and welcoming and warm but i just was like you know just the hymns and stuff it just brings back a lot of you know it was pounded into us you know yeah. it was pounded into us and right so, in that butthole yeah you got ptsd from that cross all right so um cheeks with the rod <laughs> Uh, thank you for coming Ooh, by yeah, today. This was, for, uh, thank you for having me. This I was, think this has been up there for episodes. This is this probably is ass over. number one. What we normally do is uh, just get high and talk shit. Well, <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say as much for everybody else. <laughs> they just have their drinks. Some people drink Bud Light. Yeah, there you go. A lot of, I gotta pee. <laughs> um, so at the end of everything, we normally have the guests just... I guess my yeah. Idea. Words of wisdom. Words, words of, wisdom, of wisdom. A positive note. Ooh. Well, no, no, because uh, Brian uh, Bill said he wanted half the people of the world to die. That's his send off. Oh, that's the thing. <laughs> to, to make more yeah, room for everybody else. Or? Well, he's Mexican. Um, okay. <laughs> How does that? Explain? I don't know. <laughs> okay. No, I. So I there's think... something to set your benchmark. <laughs> <laughs> I think a good send off. I mean, for me, it, you know, it was a great experience. I came out. I used to be a very, very, very. I'm not talking shy about like a send off for like for about for the, that. Okay. Just, just in general, you could say whatever no, the fuck you, you want right now. Off. Just shut the fuck up. I was getting there. <laughs> oh my bad. Yeah. So I was a very shy person, and that experience, you know, taught me a lot. But I guess my send off would be, you know, get out there and do your thing. Like just. Be successful in whatever way that means for you. That, for me, means having my own home and driving my own car and getting to sit on my own couch and watch TV sometimes. So that's your goal. You can do it now. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it's been great hanging out with y'all. Yeah. Don't Thanks choke. for coming. <laughs> we could possibly make this a two-parter. I'm sure there's, there's a lot more to more. dive into. <laughs> there's really a lot more. Like, oh, yeah, we have to get a list of questions. Yeah. Got, like, so you didn't have TV until after no, you left? No, no, not at all. Not That's so. fucking crazy. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you not, please tell me, please, please tell me you didn't get sucked into that fucking reality TV Real Housewives bullshit when you started watching TV. Please tell me you're watching something better than that. Jersey Shore, man. Please tell me you're watching <laughs> something like better than that. She looks like a Jersey Shore cover. Come on, now. No, I mean, You can't I... be a Dave Matthews fan and like the Real Housewives. That's just not cool. So, I watch all kinds of TV. I watch... I like true crime. That's one of my favorite things. If I didn't have to be a... If I didn't have to be a cop first to be a crime detective, then I that's what I would be doing with my life. Is I, I 100%... Talking about fucking true crime. This motherfucker went on a thirty-minute rampage last night just so we can watch unsolved mysteries. <laughs> that's have, my like, shit. Like, that, like cops and stuff. Does, does, no, no. That's so, that's like public service jobs. That's for the, that's for the Gentiles to do. You Why mean, don't like, you just be like a cops, private investigator yeah. then? I thought about that. I, th- I think I would enjoy that. I'm gonna I'm gonna look P. into that. P.I. Magnum P.I. You are basically a P.I. In boots. All right. So So what do you do now? I work with Chrissy. We do the same thing. 
Oh, so you come to my house and use my internet. That's what Chrissy does. I go to other houses and use those. We don't need to put everybody on blast. It's okay, we do the same thing. All right, well, um, it was nice having you. We would definitely enjoy having you back. I would love to come back. Cool. Thanks you know where it is. Reach out up. to us. And, um, you know, if you're on Facebook, get on there, talk some shit. If you're waiting for you. Chrissy for you to come back, it may be a for while. you. Well, I will leave my contact information if you want to. Yeah, you're always welcome back. I can bring a, um, a atheist in here and argue with you. She's I, a, you know, she's I would probably, I'd probably say, you know, I, that's, you're right on that. That's just shit. like your opinion. Oh, I do got a really hard. I honestly Catholic think friend. that relig- like religion as a whole is a bunch of BS. Like I absolutely think that organized religion, Christianity, is fucking BS. My I do believe in some sort of spiritual, you know, spiritual yin and yang and, and karma. You know, there's there's some sort of spiritual force in this world or in the afterworld or wherever it is. But I think God's ready to smite you when you fucking have sex before you get married, unless you go sing hymns and get bloody knees, praying for forgiveness. Fuck, dude, for real. I've never been married. Hey, I, I, I should be like as big as an ant right now. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. Yes. I'm like, Just tell your girlfriend. I had so much pussy right in front of her. Just. <laughs> I mean, we've had this conversation already. <laughs> I mean, there ain't nothing I wouldn't like, say in front of her. And on that note, <laughs> yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, tip of the day, don't do what the fuck he just did. <laughs> <laughs>